Las Vegas puts the over under for the Pelicans at 45 wins. Too high, too low, and more importantly, I think they're missing something. Let's look at it in today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Monday, kicking off a week's worth of podcasts. Yes, it's the offseason, but we are still going strong here daily. Unlocked on Pelicans coming to you like no one else is Monday through Friday completely free. So please and thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen today and every day. Like I said, we're here Monday through Friday. No one else coming to you like this with the topics you want to hear, the biggest stories around the team. And I can't wait for the season to start. And I know you can't wait for the season to start either. It's going to be a lot of fun. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show and leave a five-star review with a comment wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, on YouTube, number one thing you can do to help the show to keep it free in five days a week for y'all. Just comment on YouTube. It's really that simple. Today, it's easy. Pelicans over under is 45 wins. Do you think they're going to win more games than that or fewer games than that? Let me know in the comments down below. Above or below, right? U or B, I guess is what you could use, or arrow keys, whatever it is you want in today's episode. All right, so let's dive into it, right? The Vegas number came out. Pelicans, 45 wins. I think Vegas is missing something in this, and I'll get into that in the third segment of today's show, but let's take a look at where that kind of puts the Pelicans. When looking at the Western Conference, the way Vegas has it based on the win projections, the win totals here, which are always fun to look at, it goes Clippers, Suns, Golden State, the Grizzlies, Nuggets, I need another hand, Timberwolves, Mavs, Pelicans, and then right after that is the... Portland Trailblazers. It's also worth noting that right now there's no win totals on the Lakers or the Jazz in the Western Conference. Obviously, there's some things in flux there, right? Could the Lakers get Kyrie Irving? If they do, that's going to change what that win total probably would have been for them in a big way because, well, Russell Westbrook has been bad for them. And then the Utah Jazz are looking to move Donovan Mitchell. Already moved Rudy Gobert, still a team in transition. They're likely going to not really kind of factor into this. It's not like they're going to be good next year, nor trying to be good. But you never know. So this puts the Pelicans at least at eighth, you know, depending on where you feel about the Lakers. And I think, I don't want to say people are sleeping on them, but LeBron, a healthy LeBron and a healthy Anthony Davis will take you far. So I wouldn't be shocked to see their overall total win total, maybe ahead of New Orleans, pushing them to ninth. That seems a little bit disappointing, right? kind of seeing where they rank puts it in, in not like the greatest perspective, right? This team did well last year. They had a, a strong playoff series against the Phoenix Suns, taking two games off of them, pushing that to six, being competitive for the most part. Basically took Chris Paul heroics, right, to be able to sink the Pelicans in that series. If he's not perfect, basically two games in a row, I'm not saying the Pelicans would have won, 
but it looks different, doesn't it? Like that's a different series. And all of a sudden you're looking at that because that Phoenix Suns team was a little bit weaker than we thought. So how could that series have gone? So 45 wins for New Orleans, that's it? It's a bit disappointing to see. You know, I think you, you look at a team like the Timberwolves, right? And we'll get into this in the third segment, the second segment where, you know, we try and figure out how Vegas kind of arrived at this number. I think one of the big parts is they're probably knocking the Pelicans for trying to include Zion back into everything, right? And to kind of get him in here, make it work with him and Brand Ingram, though we just talked about that last week of like, no, nah, those two dudes work very, very well together. But you're going to put the Timberwolves ahead of them? Who just added Rudy Gobert to Carl Anthony Towns? And how is that pairing going to quite work? Right? Like, that's a big question mark. So you look at some of these teams, and there's huge question marks around them. The Clippers have not been able to stay healthy. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, excellent duo in the league. But what have they done? Right? Like, what have, have those guys done together? Do they work together? All of those, I think, are open questions. And it seems like New Orleans may be being knocked for some of those same type of questions and other teams aren't to, aren't to a certain degree. I will say this, though, right? The Pelicans at 45 wins. You know, when you look at the next, which I said was the Portland Trailblazers, there's a significant gap there. The Pelicans are at 45 wins. The Blazers are at 40 and a half. It's a five-win difference, four-and-a-half-win difference. That's a pretty significant number. So I do think it shows that they feel New Orleans is strongly kind of in the contending teams or the playoff teams in the Western Conference. So we probably would like to see New Orleans higher. You know, I think you start to look at this and it's like, okay, to a degree it kind of makes sense because there are really feels like eight teams, maybe nine teams when you factor in the Lakers. And that's really it, right? Yeah, the Clippers are going to be good if they're healthy. The Suns are the Suns, right? They're the best record by far in the NBA. The Warriors won the title and they're still the Warriors, right? The Nuggets didn't have Jamal Murray at all last season. Jokic, MVP, very, very good player. They're improving a little bit. They made a couple of trades this offseason that I think worked for them. The Timberwolves, people seem a little bit high on. Okay, you know, sure, they were in the postseason last year, too. That's fine. The Mavericks kind of falling down a little bit on this. You know, Luka Doncic losing um, his backcourt mate going to the Knicks. I just blanked on the name. All of that. Yeah, I, you know, and there's definitely some holes in that Mavs team as they, you know, really got, I thought, kind of worked by the, the Golden State Warriors to a certain degree. And then there's the Pelicans, you know. And I do think New Orleans, I forget what the win total was for the Dallas Mavericks, but it's probably pretty close. And so it kind of puts them into that right kind of range on where they should fit. But how did they get to this number, right? How did they get to 45? I want to look at some of the stats and some of the advanced stats that kind of give you a little bit of a, a hint as to maybe what went on here. And then that kind of leads us into the third segment of Vegas is missing a few things, I think. And that might put New Orleans above this win total. And we're going to talk about that coming up here next in, in the rest of today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. So you can find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games, and futures. I'm not saying you should bet anything on this Pelicans team in the win total, but if you do, if you want to, Go to betonline.net. Plus, you can find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. 
So betonline.net continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. Whether you want live in-game betting to make these games more exciting, you need scores. They also have podcasts on there as well. They got you covered pretty much for everything. So head to their website today, betonline.net. You can also get there on your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Over betonline.net, betonline where the game starts. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. And today we are talking about the win total. 45. It's a good number, I think, right? That's 45 and 37 in terms of record. That is significantly better than what they were last year. They had 36 wins last year. Peaked later. They played about 600 basketball when C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram were out there on the court. Remember that number. So this is a nine-game improvement from how they finished, you know, last season. 45 wins is nine more than what they had. You know, that's a significant improvement. Vaulting them up even higher than that probably gets a little bit scary, right? And part of this and what Vegas is doing is this is not necessarily like a prediction of what's going to happen, though Vegas tends to get these right. You know, they, they know what they're doing. But there's a lot of other factors that go into it, and part of it is, Well, you just want to get some action, right? Like the goal of this from Vegas is to get an equal number of people to bet over and under on the Pelicans win total. And that way they don't lose money. It's not what they're in the business of. No one really should be in the business of losing money, but let alone a casino, right? They definitely aren't. They want your money actively try and get it from you. So this number is not necessarily reflective of where the Pelicans could finish. I do feel this feels a little bit low. 45 and 37 feels a little bit low. That would have put them, by the way, at eighth in the Western Conference this year. But I think it's designed to be like this because if you don't believe this team, you don't think they're getting anywhere close to that. And if you do, you think they're going to be well above that. And it's worth noting that they opened earlier on this offseason with 42 wins. So this number has gone up three over that time period, probably because of how good Zion has looked. And how committed Zion has been. And Zion Williamson signing that long-term extension with the New Orleans Pelicans. Working with a personal trainer. Working with a personal chef, as Christian Clark wrote about excellently at NOLA.com, the Times-Picayune. So when you start to see this team locked in, yeah, I can see them jumping up easily nine wins, which is a lot, right? And if you even go into some of the advanced stats, you can see where some of the numbers come from. 36 wins, right, without... Zion Williamson there at all this past season. Zion in his second year, when he was his best, right, of the two years we've seen him play, where he was historically good, there's an advanced stat called win shares, which I don't love, but I think it's worth kind of seeing some of the numbers on this here. And it's basically just an estimation of the number of wins a player provided to the team that season. In theory, if you add up all the win shares for the players on the team, it should equal what their record was, the number of wins that they had. So how much does one individual guy contribute to a team's wins? That year where Zion was healthy and beasting it up in the league, 8.7 wins. Let me let me pull it back up here. 8.7 wins for New Orleans that season. That's a pretty strong number. That's how good he was. Well, 8.7, if you add that to what their record was last year at 36, round the 8.7 up to 9, you get to 45. So I think they're looking at, if you just kind of add Zion back into the mix with what this team was, well, they're nine wins better because you put Zion 
on the team. Kind of simple as that, right? And that kind of makes sense. You know, B.I. had a win share of four last year. He contributed four wins to the New Orleans Pelicans. He also played fewer games, you know, 55 than he had in the past two seasons here. I think that kind of factored that into it. But if you go back two years ago, same season that Zion was healthy, he was up about a win more. It was 5.3. So you're adding about a win and a half from him. So when you combine that with Zion's 8.7, that gets you really in the ballpark of this number for this team. Zion led the team in win shares that year at 8.7. Brandon Ingram was second at 5.3. Steven Adams, four. Jackson Hayes, three and a half. Lonzo Ball, 3.2. Those were your top guys right there, your top five. So it kind of makes sense that they kind of arrived at this number. But I'll be honest, I think it's a little bit lazy. And let's get into that part of things and why I think New Orleans actually might be better than this, or at least want to kind of look at it and see kind of if we can try and tease this out a little bit more and see what it could be. Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all breaking down everything you want to know about this team, whether it's the Vegas number, looking above or below that. And let me know down in the comments below on YouTube, do you think they're going to be above 45 wins or below 45 wins? Or is 45 the exact number that you would put them at? And we're here every day covering everything you want to know about the team. No paywall, anything like that. Available on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. So comment, subscribe, tell a friend about the show as well. This is going to be a fun season. And we're going to be covering it all here on Locked on Pelicans. I am looking forward to doing that with y'all here. So let's look at, again, this number, right? I said, I think Vegas is missing some things. It looks like they just basically were like, Zion gives you nine wins. Let's add him back onto the roster. Let's bump them up from where they were last season. And that's certainly not how they arrived at that. But it feels like it a little bit, right? Like it feels like it a little bit. And I think that could be lazy. And I think there's also reasons to think that this team will be better than those numbers indicate going into this season. And again, you can look at some of the win share numbers too, right? You add Zion in, you add BI in. Don't forget, they only had CJ McCollum for a little bit. And he himself this past season, according to basketball-reference.com, 2.6 win shares. Yeah, that's kind of about right, isn't it? Like he at least did some of that stuff for New Orleans. And historically, he's better than that. This is a guy who in his best season average uh, got Portland 7.6 wins, right? He's gotten 6.6, 5.6, 4, 4.7, 3.6. So he should be better and add more to this team than he did last season. So you're adding Zion, healthy BI, CJ McCollum. That's probably about 11, 12, 13 potential wins for New Orleans there. And that starts pushing them towards, you know, at that point, 50 game win territory, which look, if everything breaks right for them, I think is, I don't, I don't want to call it a realistic number, but I think a number that's kind of like in the realm of reason, right? Like not realistic is in like, they're going to go and get it. It's certainly not likely, but yeah, you, you can see that happening if they're healthy. And these, this offense, as we talked about last week as well, should be a top one in the league. They should be good. They should be really good. And so when you start to kind of factor just that alone in, it seems like the over on this could be good. And again, I am not saying bet that. Please do not take betting advice from me in any capacity. 
But I do think maybe Vegas is sleeping on this team a little bit. And then you factor in a couple of other things, right? Trey Murphy taking a bigger role. He's a much more just winning player than um, than Garrett Temple or some of the other guys were who were getting significant minutes last season, right? So that's going to improve them. You add in just natural growth from some of these guys, right? Valanchunas is really good. He's going to be, you know, in the kind of right role for you and add some wins to the team. Herb Jones is going to get better, right? He's going to be a better shooter. He's going to still be an elite defender. You're having fewer minutes for, for you know, Devontae Graham. That's going to be able to help you. Garrett Temple, who is a negative. All of this basically says the rotation is better than it was last season. And so if you factor in just Zion coming back, and let's say he gives you nine wins. I feel fairly confident in that one. Plus everything else, just anything else, right, on top of Zion coming back is Lanyap. So when you start to look at all of those factors, a full season of C.J. McCollum, a healthy season from Brandon Ingram, the better rotation from your guys, cutting some of that dead weight out of that, right? Like, is Devontae Graham getting minutes? Is Devontae Graham getting minutes? I'm not sure that he is. And so that probably helps you when you look at some of these guys who played well in the postseason, particularly Jose Alvarado, right? He was great for the team during that stretch. He's going to have a bigger role and kind of be that backup point guard that the team needs. Again, Trey Murphy, right? You might not see Valanciunas kind of get worn down as the season goes on because he doesn't need to play as many minutes. So you factor all of that in. Yeah, I feel some, not like somewhat confident that they're above the 45 wins that Vegas puts them in. And again, I think Vegas is just simply like, Zion's back. Let's add a bunch of wins to there. Forgetting just how good Zion is and was and dominant of a player when you factor in everything else. And Willie Green just improving as a coach. And there's some things he needs to work on too. I feel good about above 45. Let me know what you think in the comments down below on YouTube. Above 45 wins or below 45 wins? Do you think it's closer to 50 wins? You know, I don't think, again, that that is like something that if, you, you know, if you come in and like they're going to get 55 wins and be like, oh, hold on, like that's that's not going to happen here. You say 60, I'm just going to stop listening to you. You say like 48, 49, 50 wins, like, okay, give me, give me a reason why. I think that could happen. Like, I definitely can buy that. And so I think Vegas is sleeping on the team a little bit. I think they missed just some of kind of the natural progression of this team and maybe really did forget just how damn good Zion is. If they're factoring in Zion's back, plus all of this other stuff, they didn't factor in just how good Zion Williamson is. They forgot about that. Or they just thought he was okay. Or that he's going to miss a beat. I don't think he's going to miss a beat. This dude's healthy and doing everything he needs to do to be like a top-notch pro. That's a bunch of wins. That's going to make you good next season. So I'm excited. I hope you're excited too. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow.